Hello and welcome to another episode of Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm so happy you're here and I'm your host, Radha Nelia. Uh, today we have a very, very interesting show, something that a lot of people deal with in any time of their life, projecting responsibility in taking your power back. That's right, folks. It's time to get aligned, (laughs) aligned to the divine and to stop playing small in your life. That means um, pulling back any projections as well as learning how to release projections of others because we want to be expansive, centered and connected to who we truly are. Um, you know, we're all going through changes in this particular shift in time and space in this universe and this multiverse. So we're doing it together. I'm so grateful to have a very special guest today, Miss Susan Hassan, and she is a quantum sphere healer. And, you know, I've known her for quite some time. She also has a background in, as a lawyer, you know, in entertainment and, um, very powerful woman, very loving woman, and has so much wisdom to share on today's show. So be sure to sit back, relax, and just tune in. We got you. Hello, Susan. Hi, Rada. How are you? Wonderful. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I am so excited to be on today. I know we've got another fire episode tonight. (laughs) That's right. We sure do. Um, You know, projecting is a big thing. So yeah, I think a lot of our listeners are going to get a lot of great tips out of this. Um, And I just wanted to start off by asking you, like, what, like, how would you describe you know, projections or projecting onto others, like, you know, some people aren't familiar with what that means and um, maybe they would want to know. Yeah. So the way I see it is just think of two people, right? And so when someone, you know, isn't owning their experience, their bad feelings, whatever emotional turmoil they've got going on. And so Mm -hmm. they just dump it on that second person just so that it gets exercised and worked out. And then this way, mm. they don't have to own it. They don't have to feel it. It, it gets air, you know, it, life is, is mm-hmm. now breathed into it through, say, through that other person that they've now dumped that on. And then they don't have to take responsibility for their stuff. So uh, that's how I like to look at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful explanation. Mm-hmm. And I just saw a visual of like, yeah, you know, like maybe they don't know how to process it or something. Mm-hmm. And so um, they need to relieve themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. need to relieve themselves and uh, put that yeah. somewhere else. But um, no, no, you know, I mean, as far as the person who does the projecting, they're not going to probably learn the lesson they, they needed from whatever came up. And so whatever it is that they dumped off will probably just circle back again through a different form, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And There's a saying that, you know, the lesson repeats as needed. Well, if you're Mm -hmm. constantly projecting, right, not Mm -hmm. actually feeling, doing, you know, the shadow work, (laughs) feeling what's going Mm -hmm. on within you, it'll just keep coming back. And you're going to meet that one person who knows how to set a boundary, who's going to call you out on that, you know, and be like, hey, Mm -hmm. this is a projection. And then when that person who's projecting gets mirrored, you know, that's their chance to hopefully learn. Or otherwise, you know, you get met with denial and then it's like, okay, I'm going to walk away from this interaction. Uh, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to get drained with it. So, you know, it's very intricate. You know, it kind of feels like this like theatrical play when when you can see in real time someone throwing this projection at you. And it's like, okay, well, now the the ball's in my court. And um, am I going to be the mirror to this person or how am I going to how am I going to call this out, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're not obligated yeah. to be a mirror. I think there are times when you can choose to opt out of um, playing mm-hmm. that role for somebody because if you really don't have any energetic ties or anything with somebody, it's it's really up to you how you want to handle it. Like 
you know, I, in the past, I think I, I would marry people and then, you know, show them, but I feel like, you know, I don't need to do mm -hmm. that anymore. So I don't, I don't engage. I just let it, you know, go back to them if they want it, but it's not mine. I'm not holding on to oh, it. Oh yeah. Now. I mean, it's, there's people we can come across in life who enjoy conflict, right? They somehow have the energy to fight and mm -hmm. I don't. So I, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to feed into <laughs> this, this negative energy trap, really, you know, like this is mm -hmm. a way for an energy vampire to siphon your energy, you know, get you kind of get you hooked. Mm. And, um, you know, if you are somebody who likes helping people, you can get, uh, you can get stuck in this, you can get drained. So, um, we have to know mm -hmm. when enough is enough, you know, like if, if you're getting projected on, I'd say by your partner in a relationship, someone you really love, well then, you know, I would call that out right away if I still want to be with that person mm, um, yeah. and fix it. But yes. other times I, I just see pettiness. Um, and mm -hmm. um, maybe this is your experience too, but like, it's not always, maybe when it's in person, it's like, okay, this is real time. I'll, I'll see these projections being flung over social media. And then I'm like, okay, no, I'm mm -hmm. definitely not feeding into this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. I think, yeah, every situation is different, but I'm, I, you know, you talked about vampires mm -hmm. and I want to, I want to talk about yeah. that with you because that's, that's so important. And I think that's another part of, um, you know, a way of yeah. feeding, you know, right. So vampires need to eat. They're hungry. They're, they're like hungry ghosts, as they say, which are, you know, souls that are never full so they need to engage and interact and trigger and um feed because they feed off of low vibe emotions yeah. like how does how does energy vampires play into you know projection projections on people oh yeah it's you know like a trap they're setting and 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 we're the bait so when you can kind of like sense that's going on when you're just literally being pulled into something I mean I know now life has trained me to spot like a very dramatic or say like unconscious person from a mile away just by the way they like talk to you you know and so think of like the language if someone is coming out of you coming at you so so loaded and charged like you can feel their shadow mm -hmm. really coming after you you know and it's like let let them hook on to somebody, you know, someone more sensitive. It's usually the, the like we talked about last time, the sort of narcissistic empath dynamic. Um, mm -hmm. So we, we get in this context to say, no, I'm not food. You know, um, mm -hmm. I've had certain situations with people where it's like the projection can come. So they'll complain to me and dump a lot. And then when I do offer suggestions and accommodate, it's almost like they lash out more and they act out. And I'm like, whoa, I'm not your mommy, you know? Like, I'm not here <laughs> for the tantrum. I ain't exactly, your mommy. You know, um, I've seen lots of tantrums and it's like, well, you're, no, like you're not my child who I want to soothe and tell, you know, like, what is this? So it can come in really any, any form, you know? And you'll know though when you feel like your energy is being siphoned. I mean, some uh, conversations can just be relentless or if you're giving advice to someone and they're constantly doing the opposite of what you do I say <laughs> I say stop sorry this is kind of funny <laughs> it's funny now because I feel like I'm out of most <laughs> of those dynamics yeah. in my life so um <laughs> yeah <laughs> So basically, they just do yeah. the they do the opposite, but they only wanted to use you as a dumping yeah. ground to t talk about their problems, but really they have no intention of actually resolving anything. Right, right? and then sometimes you'll <laughs> see them just go to the next person and do the same thing, and you're like, whoa, and um, and you know what? I think that like if you look back at your life, you can see that happening as early as like grade school, you know. It, not mm. maybe with, say, other students, but even with, like, our parents, too. Who's had a parent mm -hmm. who's just dumped, dumped, dumped on them um, mm -hmm. growing up? Or um, now it's in the form of everything, right? Coworkers, you, you name it. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's <Yeah. laughs> – there's some humor yeah. after the fact, right? <laughs> right? So um, – <laughs> and, you know, what is it um, – so, like, what would be some good tips you could give people – to regain integrity yeah. or, or how to navigate these um, situations. Like you said, every single one is different. Like if somebody's coming right in your face and 
they're engaging you, you know, if you're maybe it's a best friend, who knows? Um, maybe, you know, every situation is different. Sometimes it's a total stranger. You yeah. don't even know, like, how would you, what are just a few key things you would tell our listeners? So I think one of the, um, main things is like when, while this is happening, you know, we, it's important to be like, on the same page of what's going on, like of this reality. And usually when someone's dumping something mm-hmm. on you, they've got an entirely different version of the situation. Um, and, and, you mm. know, the other dynamic could be just like, this is a really unconscious relationship that I'm in. And um, it's, there, there isn't a lot of like clarity. There's two people sometimes too, who have such differing views and they're coming at you so loaded. So I mean, I've had face-to-face situations Mm. where, so I've tabled at like events and someone came up to me and like was in my face and really just um, throwing this like ego at me. And um, I guess somehow I triggered them by just like being me and, you know, really questioning me and getting at me. And I was like, I, I had never experienced that before and I really didn't know how to react. And then suddenly it clicked that, oh my God, this person really wanted validation um, they wanted to feel like special, but I was like, well, it's not my job to give it to this person. So, you know, I just kind of made eye contact with this particular person. I think that mm-hmm. already started to diffuse the charge. So I just listened to her mm-hmm. and was just like, okay, that's fine. I'm sorry you feel that way. And, you know, mm-hmm. she didn't really know what to do. And so um, mm. it, in this example, I was it's it's funny because like if you if there was like a visual I just like kind of stood up and stood my ground with her and just gave her this eye contact like hey there's no conflict here you know and that Mm -hmm. I kind of like telepath telepath like hey it's all good and that kind of diffused it so in one way this is how I want to say it like we can diffuse the situation very easily um if we choose to like hear something out, but if someone's being violent and aggressive in the, in, you know, in your face, mm-hmm. I would say approach that a different way. Like, Hey, okay. You know, um, sometimes we calm the person down. Um, sometimes we have other people <laughs> to support us. So it can go in a lot of different ways, but what I want to say, like the most important thing is standing up for yourself in, in mm-hmm. any context here. I was, you know, my life wasn't being threatened. Um, <clears throat> I, it was someone kind of like questioning me um, and, hey, what are, mm-hmm. you know, what, are you, what are you doing here? Just because this person was a little bit older than me and they saw this younger person come in and try and be like, hey, come, you know, have a healing of me or, or whatever. And I could see there was like a lot of ego. So um, mm-hmm. in that context, I just kind of looked at the person like, hey, you know, we're equal here. Let's <laughs> mm-hmm. let there's mm-hmm. enough space for everyone to exist and practice yeah. their art. Um, you know, and, you know, this mm-hmm. person just kind of like walked away and I was like, Hey, that, that person's <laughs> got stuff that isn't mine yeah. and I'm not mm-hmm. going to let that affect how I view myself. So I know that was, you know, a little bit of a longer mm. story, but that was a really no, learning it's, experience. It's important to share. Yeah, that was a big one. Be- mm-hmm. So basically, you know, standing your ground yeah. and then, and like by, yeah, it's so true. Eye contact can make such a big difference. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when people look in your freaking eyes yeah. and you're like, hello, I'm r- <laughs> right here. Yeah. I, <laughs> They're like, <"Ooh>, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it snaps them out of their delusion when you really look at yeah. someone kind of like, Hey, like cut it out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely but what what about situations where like somebody is just going crazy online oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying losing it um I mean while and out for like no reason that you know of um you know and some sometimes perfect strangers do this they just they, they like they project like they don't know you mm-hmm. I had that happen you know and um they're just dumping all their unprocessed shit and I'm like not here honey oh uh, yeah you know? And that is the power of the unfollow and the block button. And, and you know what, you guys, you got to do it way more often. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you're offending the person. Here's the thing. A lot of us are sensitive. We can absorb the projections that people are throwing out online. And even if one person is just having a fight with, say, one particular friend of theirs or something, right? A lot mm-hmm. of people cast it when they're talking shit online. 
and it doesn't mm-hmm. feel good and we can see it. So when I see that, I instantly lose respect for whatever account or person is doing that. And I'll, I'll hit that unfollow, you know, um, mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. be pulled in to this, this world of conflict, you know, and then people yeah. like it and then they validate the person. And, you know, I, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that, you know, people who talk the most like shit online get, have like the most followers or they get attention, it's so true. Or they, you know, so I don't like to feed into that. So <clears throat> I would say mm-hmm. like, I agree, you know, don't feed into the circus when you see it. Um, I like to withdraw, withdraw the energy, especially if it's a comment or a DM, uh, delete it. Don't answer it you know, don't go there. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. that's, and that's a boundary you're setting too. Like, uh-uh, I'm not going to mm-hmm. engage with this. Um, because then, yeah. you know, you're walking into that energy vampire territory, people, trolls, they like it. They want you to engage. They love it. So, mm, yum, yum, um, yum. Especially from yeah. juicy empaths, <laughs> right? <laughs> they're like, this is like a delicious breakfast, lunch and dinner. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> they're like, they're full for like a week, you know? So, yeah. um, And, you know, I know that you're someone, too, who engages with people. um, And when I mean engages, like, you know, we put out content online. Yeah. We promote Mm -hmm. our work. So have you Mm -hmm. also had experiences where where people have just, like, kind of come in there and maybe said something when all you do is, like, trying to spread love and then someone tries to take it negatively? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, you know. They say, like, you know, all good is attacked yeah. at some point. I mean, that's just part of the process, you know. But I, it's really important to know who you mm-hmm. are. And I and I feel like we both, like, as individuals have done so much of the work. And yeah. I would say tell people, the listeners, like, do your inner work. You know, there comes a time where you – I mean, it's not that you're, like, nothing can penetrate. Like, you know, you still get, like, oh, man, that's not cool. What's up with that? That really – that's really lame. But mm-hmm. – you still have feelings. It's not like all of yeah. a sudden you're dead inside, but you don't let things um, permeate and penetrate you to the point that they're going to shake your life up, you know, ruin your life. Like you're just like, that's their shit, not yeah. mine. And that's like, I, you know, I used to take everything so personal, like, oh my God, you know, and just, <laughs> it was so upsetting. Like everything was about like trying to hurt me. And then I'm like, no, listen, you're not trying to hurt me. You're hurting yourself. And it's really showing right now, but go handle yourself. Go do yourself love. Go do your self care. Go take an Epsom salt bath. Go meditate. Light some sage. Yeah. Whatever you gotta have, to, you know, you need to do. Go have some chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Netflix and chill. But go do that on your own time. Don't don't bring your stuff here. Yeah. And I think you can set out like a vi- set a vibrational resonance that says like, you know what? Like I I do care about everybody, right? You could they say like you can love everyone everyone but you don't have to like mm-hmm. them, okay you don't you don't have to like everyone you can love everyone because everyone is a is a part of the divine creation but right. you know you don't have to like everyone but you don't have to hate them either mm-hmm. because you know what as soon as you hate somebody I think that's an energy cord right yeah and you know it's like when when it's hate right when it's there then it's like okay this is a really strong emotion I would say just use that to go within and, you know, um, I guess settle within yourself. Like, okay, why, why do I hate this person? You know, what, Mm -hmm. what's it really at? And you ask those questions to be like, oh, you know what? Um, I don't like the fact that say this person's constantly invalidating me or, or, you know, doing doing Mm -hmm. something like that. Cause what's Mm -hmm. important though, is that, well, I like what you said, like, you don't have to like people. And we kind of, I think we need to talk about this in the spiritual community. Cause then it's like, oh, if you're not all love and light about someone, because you know, someone really is, um, abusing you don't think mm-hmm. like, oh, well, in order to be this like light worker angel, I have to force myself <laughs> yeah. to like them. No, that's not real. You know, that's um, not authentic. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think authenticity is like, you know what? I don't like this. I can, I can respect this person from a distance, right? I cannot send them anything, but I know that yeah. when, when I don't like, you know, when, cause a lot of these two are like soul contract relationships where um, mm-hmm. someone has to come in and trigger you. And then usually the dynamic I've seen is someone has triggered a person so much in the soul contract relationship in order to set that boundary and let that person take their power back. So that's, Ooh. yeah, you know, that's, there's always something Ooh. else going on there. Yeah. 
so true <clears throat> I'm, I'm so with you um I would say like the time yeah the times that I felt like you know that's so- conflict is interesting because yeah. you can get so much out of it but you don't have to really really engage with the other person yeah. like it's like someone could even break your heart and then you can go and lick your own wounds and then be like okay what did I learn is I need to love myself way more yeah. <laughs> like like way more like it's about me loving me it's not about the other person it's about me loving me and learning how to love me in the face of adversity or anything you know and I think every time there is a conflict it's just showing you where you need to love yourself more Mm -hmm. too right absolutely Um, boundaries are huge Mm -hmm. and let's talk about boundaries and and uh you know as you said like taking your power back like so many sensitives, you know, are boundaries is like the biggest issue yeah. for, for many empaths. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes me giggle a little bit because it's almost funny. But um, let's talk about that because I think that would help the listeners maybe figure this out. Absolutely. So um, the boundary that you want to set, you really have to see like the context to, um, you know, certain personal interactions because you know, we don't want to say like misperceive and just go off on anybody who actually isn't trying to like take power away. Maybe they're just having a conversation with you, right? <laughs> then you go start screaming at them. No, like um, there's different things. I know if it says like a social media thing and, you know, I see someone writing really unconscious stuff on my page or they're fighting with other people, like in my comment <laughs> section, I'm like, what? <laughs> That my boundary. I'm sorry, it makes me laugh because it's just, it's like, it's so unconscious. Yeah, yeah, I was like, wait, I'm a referee now. Okay. Uh, you know, my, my boundary is, you know, deleting, blocking, clearing that up, making people not feel attacked um, when they're saying one of my feats, right? Um, and then mm-hmm. there is, you know, a sort of vocal boundary with um, power dynamics too. Like, I've had, you know, people at actual like conscious <laughs> gatherings and events try and, you know, kind of like say stuff to me, you know, talk about how enlightened they are versus other people. And I'll snap back with a comment that will like shock everybody. Um, cause, mm-hmm. cause they'll be like, what? <laughs> and it won't be mean or it won't be unconscious. Mm-hmm. I think they'll think like, Oh, Susan's a very nice person, you know? And you know, some mm-hmm. people, you know, I, um, say all the viewers who aren't familiar with what I look like, you know, I just look like a nice little girl. <laughs> so then they hear somebody <laughs> say like, hey, like push back a little bit. They're like, whoa, where did that come from? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's really funny. You know, I kind of have. They don't know you're a powerhouse. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, because, you know, I'm, I guess to describe myself, you know, maybe sometimes I'm unassuming. I'm very aware of like how I can come off in public. Oh, this just looks like a nice person who maybe looks a little quiet, right? Who doesn't sound like Mm -hmm. so almost maybe I'm aware in situations where I could look like prey for somebody to dump something unconscious on, you know, Mm -hmm. just because I'm not loud Mm -hmm. and I don't make myself all huge. So um, Mm -hmm. when you see that happening, you know, when you can sense that someone's out there to just just you know be unconscious and throw that energy around straight I say straight go straight to that vocal boundary of be like no actually it's this or whatever it is um doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you have to be Mm -hmm. really mean you just want people to know hey I'm listening and I'm not gonna let you get away with little digs at me that's important Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely especially like I think as you said like in real time that's very very important I know and you know yeah that you, you guys don't maybe don't know Susan but she is she is like a beautiful so just this angelic <laughs> being like in her presence you're like oh <laughs> Likewise. you do but like but then she's also like a powerhouse inside I've seen her do some really incredible things and you know you can never judge a book by its cover like just cover because just because someone is seems so sweet and angelic doesn't mean they're not hardcore. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. In a positive absolutely. way. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, um, people just, it, and, you know, it, it's a type of, like, stereotyping, too, and typecasting when, yeah. like, you're in gatherings or something. Or, you know, like, say you're in a public place and someone can, like, or you're at a show, right, and someone thinks they can, like, knock mm-hmm. into you or violate your space by putting a hand on you or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they don't think you're going to bark back so it's that that's Mm -hmm. like another example um because there's 
a lot of power dynamics in say how someone touches you. If they're trying, if they're talking to you, right. And they're putting a hand on your shoulder in a way that's kind of like, Hey, be quiet or I'm the alpha Mm -hmm. in this, you know, weird little Mm -hmm. things that you don't always catch. Um, this is something that, um, you know, obviously requires uh, a, a vocal boundary, um, Mm-hmm. saying like no this isn't okay so um these are just like I like to think of these as just like daily things that you don't know say are going to happen to you or you're going to come across and mm-hmm. that's why mm-hmm. it's important now to be like whoa I I love myself and I care about myself and I know when mm-hmm. to express discomfort I think that's really what it's about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's so beautiful I you know gosh I wish we learned this mm-hmm. stuff when we were kids because like I could have used this growing up, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, all of this stuff, like I can't, you know, I can think of all the times where I just bit my lip, yeah, you know. Yeah. And it took a tremendous amount of of inner work to find that voice. Cause, mm-hmm. you know, um, I was very suppressed as a child yeah. and told to shut up, you know. And so so I was trained in that way. And then, but then like when I came out, it was the opposite. I was like, <laughs> you know, just like totally lashing. Like, you're not going to cross my fucking yeah. you know, just like total Cali Ma energy. But, um, but then, you know, obviously integration, hello, yeah. integration, yes. um, integration over time. And then learning that power can also be mm. silent power there's a, there's a power in silence too, like not acknowledging, um, the, the vampiric beggars that are looking for their, you know, daily grind food and not choosing to participate. And I think we, as a culture, especially in America, we have learned to just go off Mm -hmm. on each other. And it's like, we're, we've been so trashy. Like you go online and you see it everywhere. Like, oh, screw you. You don't know shit. Like, whoa. Like, you know, just talking about politics or beliefs, like people have absolutely zero respect. And it really shows respect for themselves. Mm -hmm. Because if they respected themselves, they wouldn't talk like that to another. It's like the divinity in me sees the divinity in you. But I guess like the shithead in me sees the shithead. I don't know. Something like that. that. Because I mean, that's how I feel people Mm -hmm. relate to each other. Almost like Facebook has made it okay for people to just trash total strangers and like do you really want to participate in this kind of culture Mm -hmm. I for one am taking a stand against it I'm like no I'm not gonna I don't want to go on those forums um I'm not here to do that because the only thing I'm hurting is myself absolutely you know um you feel trashy afterwards like ooh, yeah like you need to take a shower yeah take that salt bath exactly (laughs) Um, exactly. I, yeah, I agree. You know, um, I think that people are so charged and so many people are in, in like a lot of fear just because, you know, in the collective, it's crazy right now. If you are absorbing yeah. a lot of people's fears and so much separation, right, um, being mm-hmm. shown like on the news, this, per- these, this group of people is against this group of people and there's religions against this, mm-hmm. whatever the context. And I feel like that charge yep. somehow instead of people actually going inward and being like, oh, wow, we actually are all, you know, one, (laughs) Um, they would rather Mm -hmm. exercise that through fighting online because somehow that feels Mm. good because, of course, doing real shadow work, (laughs) real self-work doesn't feel good (laughs) at the beginning until you're at the other end of it. So people are lazy, (laughs) you know. Um, They they are very lazy. (laughs) But there's no gratification mm -hmm. in that. Like, to me, it's like, you're losing your sentient nature. You're 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 giving up. You're you're getting gaining a quick sense of empowerment that's totally false, and you're gonna have to feed that false sense of empowerment over and over again by yeah. talking shit all the time, right? Because because you can't stop once you start. You know you have to keep that going because you're feeding something that's not full inside yeah. of you, the empty mm-hmm. ghost, you know. And so, you know, that's showing up in our collective consciousness. Like, let's talk about, you know, our collective consciousness and the projections and how, you know, how we as uh, the people are only going to heal ourselves, the world, and this timeline when we can really own yeah. our own shit. Because the moment we start to own it 
is the moment we are actually co-creating everything that happens in the world, every single thing. If everyone meditated every day and owned their shadow, oh my gosh. I mean, we would be, we Ah. would be on cloud nine. We would already be, we would be a different planet altogether. Absolutely. That was just so perfectly said. And that, that actually got me excited because I was like, well, when you say that, like, I can feel the possibility, that's a timeline that exists. And so mm-hmm. why don't, as a, you know, collective, or at least us who are awakened in the spiritual muni- community, do more to get us on that timeline, right? To create that tipping point. Mm, why should yeah. there be, say, mm-hmm. projection, fighting in our community when we've got the awareness yeah. as awakened beings to get, mm-hmm. say, maybe some of the collective who isn't there yet, we can, you know, create Mm -hmm. that um critical mass that tipping point way faster so Mm. that's where um and that's where I want to be and honestly that is the main reason I don't Mm -hmm. engage and fight with people online I'm not going to lend any more energy (laughs) to tip that scale Mm -hmm. backwards you know I'm just going to move forward because I love myself enough and I'm confident Mm -hmm. enough to to just kind of like move forward and um and, and not be hurt mm-hmm. by pettiness, you know, because that's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. oh, it's always going to be there. Yeah. And, and like, I'm like, it's yeah. not my problem. It's not my problem. I'm and also I used to try to, you know, make other people feel comfortable. Like, oh, like mm-hmm. let's talk about this. And um, sometimes there's no need yeah. to talk about it. Like, it's not wasn't my issue. It's still not my issue. Not my issue. Again, not my issue. So you handle it on your. Yeah you know, energy field and I'll take Mm -hmm. care of mine. You know, that's called being responsible, be responsible with Mm -hmm. your energy. It's like, stop throwing your energy around. It's just going to come around like a boomerang anyways, and even bigger. So, you know, I believe things are really manifesting faster. I noticed that like things come back faster too, right? So like positive things you put out, I, I feel it come back. If it's a negative thing, it, c- it can come back faster too. So what would you say about that? Like, do you feel like things are speeding up? Like things are showing up faster, yeah. right? And it is absolutely a time of acceleration for everybody. So if you do want to make mm-hmm. more positive changes in your life, this is so perfect to do that, to be more positive, to withdraw mm-hmm. from conflict. Like you're going to, you're going to reap mm-hmm. the benefits of that sooner. And most of those benefits are feeling, just feeling good within yourself, you know, feeling peace um it's mm-hmm. it's just i feel like it's been this story for so long this peace this conflict and so being conscious with your energy and responsible for it i think that's you know the first way and if you choose to feed it into um chaos or conflict whether um mm-hmm. you know it be mm-hmm. in person um online you know getting like seeking out <laughs> forums and and things to jump in and give your two cents in. Like, no, why do you want to do that? Put that energy mm-hmm. within to your life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we only have a limited mm-hmm. amount of energy. And I think this every single day. I'm like, I only have this much energy. How am I going yeah. to use it? I mean, you know, we can soak in conflict or pain or suffering. And, you know, I chose at some point that I'm no longer going to participate in feeding my pain body. You know, we all have pain bodies. Every one of us, we all do. Okay. It's just part of like this, this existence. Right. And so um, I wanted to step away, start to release that um, because it's a, it's a monster. It will never stop wanting to feed, to feel pain unless we are the ones that are like, I'm going to feed the joy. I'm going to feed my life. I'm going to feed my creativity because that's where, that's what also Mm -hmm. feeds me. Right. Absolutely. And you know, there's always going to be different lessons that we have to learn different things that are going to require our energy or split our energy. But I've, what I've Mm -hmm. seen in my life is because I've consciously chosen to, uh, you know, not, I say, give my energy to people or situations that, that hurt me Mm -hmm. or that are creating conflict. I do have more energy for the things that I love to do. And you want to, you want to bring it back to that always. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so true, because then you feel better. And at the end of the day, you're the one that has to live with you. No one else, no one else gets to walk in that body suit. Like it's our, it's up to us. We have a choice. We can we can create different feelings, thoughts, emotions. We can recreate 
mm-hmm. neuron new neurons to to build on themselves so that are more happy and joyful we don't have to just settle for the shitty feelings we were used to right i mean they're they're there but can we create something new can we truly be co-creators and the answer is yes you can be a co-creator of your life and create new neurons like you don't have to be a victim to the own negative to the old negative thoughts that are running like that's the beauty of this life is you actually can change you actually can and maybe you could speak on that susan because absolutely you know know, it's the tiniest things that we can do in our everyday life to create that change. Um, how you treat yourself, right? So like even how do you talk to yourself? Are you saying I love you to yourself, mm-hmm. your self-care practice? Um, and then think of like your space too, right? And so I'm purposely talking about super personal micro examples to get into the, the bigger things. So like, is your room clean? <laughs> is your space clean? Um, mm-hmm. How do you mm-hmm. take care of yourself? So those things go into your confidence bank, your self-care, your organization bank. And then Mm. when you do make bigger moves in your life, like you're coming from a place of somebody who loves themselves and takes care of themselves. And in this way, you're feeding yourself so internally, you really can't fail. (laughs) You you are creating more of what you want. And so, you know, on the bigger scale Mm -hmm. with people – like that's where you want to watch it. Like, I don't think we can change people. I think we can inspire them for them to make those mm-hmm. personal changes. So when someone does seeing you not engage in conflict or negativity, loving yourself, taking care of yourself, that's a ripple effect. And, and most mm-hmm. importantly, that ripple effect of when you heal yourself, you heal the world. That is, that's true. That's always going to be true, right? So putting mm-hmm. our energy there. Now you're talking about grand scale co-creation. Um, and, and that's why that's so important. You know, mm. that's how I see. That's so mm-hmm. beautiful. That's so beautiful. You know, we, we do need yeah. reminders. Like we all need reminders. It's just so important. It's so important to also keep good company that, that do remind you of, of your own divinity and your own spark. And, people that are going to reflect back beautiful things about you and you reflect them Mm -hmm. back to them because um, we are always co-creating ourselves in each and every moment. Yeah. Right. And um, it's, so it's really important, the company that you keep, Um, you know, and then that's reminded me of like the Hana, how do you say Hana? (laughs) Hana Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I was like, this is a really hard thing to say. Um, but it's such an important thing. And I, I use this, like if you're having conflict and you don't want to engage with somebody, but you want to maybe just put out good energy Mm -hmm. or to clear negative energy. Um, so the first step is saying like, I'm sorry, you can say this Mm -hmm. out loud to yourself. I'm sorry. Um, and it's like just saying, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I mean, the the and and this prayer. I mean, it. This is like a timeless thing. This goes like we're talking quantum mm-hmm. here. This is retroactively to past lives, mm-hmm. forward, present. It's it's brilliant. Because mm-hmm. you know sometimes we don't know. Like we don't, we don't really know sometimes. Like someone's coming in with some conflict, and maybe they're resentful of something mm-hmm. that happened in the past. Like yeah. who knows, right? And and. And frankly, if I don't know them, I'm not going to really look into my coffee <laughs> records and find out because it's not, a, it's like, well, I'm, hey, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank mm-hmm. you. I love you. I don't have beef with you. So um, I, I hope I never hurt you. And if I did, I am truly sorry. Yeah. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And that's really like a soul recognition. Like we can still honor each other on a soul level, even if we don't respect or like the way that they're acting still for your own energy for your own sanity and and for the sake of not creating cords and releasing karma that may be there you know it's something as simple as i'm sorry please forgive me thank Mm -hmm. you i love you and you can just say this almost like a mantra like with the mala beads 120 beads and just say it over and over with a person in mind and what it's going to do is start to sort of dissipate that negative karma and at least it's going to be clear on your side. You can't control anyone. It's not your job to control anyone. But 
you know, you can do what you can do for you and for the energy between you and someone else. Absolutely. Oh, that was so beautiful. And, you know, that's real energy work, (laughs) saying these things, setting those intentions. Um, We all have the power to do that. So um, if anything, I would like what what people get out of this uh, episode is you are so powerful, you know, in Mm co-creation, but also in these connections that we have with people. We're on this planet with people. Most are here to trigger us. We've triggered people. We don't know mm-hmm. that we're doing it right. So, you know, we have to really yeah. put ourselves in, in, in the other person's shoes sometimes. And, you know, that's where that, that mm-hmm. forgiveness comes in. But I think it's, it's really about just like self-forgiveness too, you know. Uh, mm. We can reconcile wow. so much in ourselves and ripple effect. It's, it, that'll, that'll go out too. So, um, you know, because so, I don't want people to think like, hey, I have to go out and forgive people who've, who've hurt me, you know, it's like, Hey, you know what, why don't you say this? Yeah. Why don't you just, um, feed more of that love into yourself? And then, you know, you don't have to engage and <laughs> create bigger wounds, right. Or more conflict. That's what it's about. No, you, you really yeah. don't. Yeah. Cause I know I used to try to be like, well, let's yeah. work this out or, you know, and then I'd be like, and then they take a bigger chomp out of my arm. I'm like, yeah. Whoa, you know, <laughs> exactly. <up. laughs> and we're, you're not always going to be the person that that particular person is here to learn from. Right. Um, no, yeah, I'm, like, I'm retired. Exactly. <laughs> find someone, else. <laughs> someone else will go and work on that whole forgiveness thing with you. Right. This is on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so true. But you know, this is so important. Self-forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I'd like you to speak on that because if, if any of our listeners are are going through anything right now, so much can be healed simply in the act of self-forgiveness. Absolutely. And, you know, you are not wrong for, for feeling hurt by somebody. Um, you know, you're not wrong for being in some sort of, like, conflict and wanting to get out. You know, just whatever like deluge of just crappy stuff that happens to us Mm -hmm. in a lifetime, but just forgiving yourself, um, you know, going to like, wow, you know, put your hand on your heart saying, I love you to yourself, you know, and be like, wow, I forgive you, um, for say, if you feel like you've, you didn't act your best in a situation, right. Uh, you didn't handle, Mm -hmm. it's always in retrospect. Do we know, Hey, I wish I said that to somebody or this, or maybe I wish I didn't say something that hurt someone. Forgive yourself for anything that you've ever said that you, you know, to somebody or to yourself that, you know, that you feel bad about, because like there, there isn't someone who's here to, to judge you and condemn you, you know, Mm-mm. and punish you. Right. We do those things to ourselves. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. It's hard enough just being yourself. Yeah. So like, yes, yeah, start, start mm-hmm. with the self. Cause that's also where the empowerment comes from is from, from the self. Like you, you know, we won't, we won't get the empowerment really from other people. People can guide us back to self-empowerment by like showing us back to ourself. Right. But, but truly everything is going to come from the wellspring that's within you. You know, we are the generators and, and, you know, I think healers can, can really, really help navigate. We're like Mm -hmm. guides, you know, guiding through the forest of, of all this stuff. But then at the end of the day, it's the person that has to um, continue to hold that frequency to continue there. They have to live with themselves every day, the thoughts that they think, what they're focusing on. Um, so mm-hmm. empowerment, right. And, and I want to talk about this part about responsibility. Yeah. Okay. Because I think that's really the important part. If we want, if say you're in a situation, you're lashing out at somebody and you're like feeling like a victim or whatever, and you're lashing out at them. The power is always going to come when you mm-hmm. take responsibility for how you, how you co-created the situation. Maybe it has nothing to do with the person you're lashing out at. How did you participate in creating a situation that escalated to a place that you feel out of control with? And how can you take responsibility for whatever occurred so that you can get your own sense of personal power back. And I'd like to yeah. hear what you have to say about I mean, that. For me, it's been very simple in that I looked at it. I saw, I saw the role that I played and I, I just, you know, said, I'm sorry. Um, 
with when, and this is when it's been like a one-on-one situations, you know, I've been in high, we've all kind of been in highly stressful situations where it feels like we're out of body. Right. And we, we feel ungrounded and say we act out, we lash out, we say something we didn't mean. I mean, this is something that just happens to, to us. Um, and you know, Mm -hmm. over time we learn how to maybe not like freak out or something. We, we fix that. Mm -hmm. But anytime that I have, I immediately just feel so bad or feel guilty or I'm empathing how I made mm-hmm. someone else feel. And I'm not okay with that. So I instantly would just own it and say, I'm sorry, like, this is what happened. And honestly, most of the time, the other person hasn't made me feel bad for it. They say, wow, thank you for owning that. You know, that was like, mm. really mature. So um, don't be embarrassed to to say you're sorry when you do feel mm. that, you know, you don't want to be forced into it to kind of sugarcoat or glaze over yeah. the situation. Um, no, it's not authentic exactly, either. Like, because I authentically <laughs> do not want to hurt somebody. And if I've been yeah. acting out or have displayed some unconscious behavior, like, it's just maturity. It's just what happens. You you see like, whoa, that's not okay. And you know, I've asked I've had situations where I've had to ask for forgiveness. Um, and I, it's, you know, you can take yourself out of pride because you just learn that, hey, like, that doesn't matter. I'm not going to spend my time on earth acting out, um, lashing out. And I think that somebody who's done inner work is more sensitive and feels when they have caused that pain. And so that's how mm. I see that responsibility. And if I'm in a situation where, I no longer speak to the person, right? I, and I don't mm-hmm. want to say we don't want to open that up and we don't want to say call and text that you're sorry. Honestly, do it energetically. Um, mm-hmm. Even if you just look at yourself for the role you played, forgive yourself, right? And then mm-hmm. send love to that other person. Imagine uh, mm. the, directly their heart, you sending that love and forgiveness to them, you know, and then um, you're taking mm-hmm. responsibility energetically in that way. You are not talking Mm -hmm. shit about them opening that up um denying your role in it no you just let them let Mm -hmm. them go peacefully um let them Mm -hmm. live their life and and just send send that love and send that gratitude for for the lesson Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's that's so beautiful and i like what you said go let somebody live their life like what if somebody is like still attached to somebody that's already moved on and like they already broke up but they're still trying to control and project like how would the person how would the person who is getting projected on or like wants to move on how how would they deal with that I mean I say that's where you you bring in your toolbox of the boundaries and and you set you set a big one you know if you're gonna confront Mm -hmm. the person with a vocal boundary or if it's more um I'd say more passive aggressive or someone's doing this stuff to you online then get out that blocking, mm-hmm. um, do block, unfollow, discord, whatever you want to do. Because people who are after you energetically, if you're not feeding them, they have to go find their food somewhere else. So it, it will mm-hmm. dissipate, you know, they'll get bored, they'll get tired, they'll exhaust themselves. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's not your job to feed them until they're full and they move on. So starve it, I'd say just starve mm-hmm. it, starve those interactions that are asking you um, to say, leave your integrity, you know, that are, are asking mm-hmm. you to just leave yourself. You, you don't want to play into any of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. So basically creating a strong boundary that mm-hmm. says no mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, yeah, and online. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and maybe even a restraining yeah. order. You know what? It, it could get to that for people, you know, I know people can have really intense, serious relationships, restraining order. I mean, you, see where something is going, you know, you never want it to get to violence. And if it does, there's things that you can do in, in real life to, um, to keep yourself safe from somebody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, yeah, I've heard of people who feel yeah. afraid of like their, their mm. ex. So they want to keep, keep on good terms, even though they're being violated energetically and emotionally being abused all the time, but they feel like it's even more dangerous if they cut ties yeah. with them. And like, what would you say? Like, about someone who who has like a very mentally unstable ex partner, you know, uh, and this is happening. You know, um, as someone with like a law background, I know that that's a really scary situation because a lot of times uh, police authorities won't even give you a restraining order until something actually happens to you, um, mm-hmm. and and that's really scary. And so, of course, you always want to do that. 
um, if you are being threatened or if you endanger, you have to tell people because you never know mm-hmm. what that could create. You know, you need to get yourself somewhere safe. Um, tell people in your life mm-hmm. uh, that you're being abused um, so that, you know, you can have a community support around you sort of like protecting you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. file, filing police reports, something on record um, yeah. is also really important. You never want, when anytime something is getting physical and your life's in danger, act. You have to take action. So it's really mm-hmm. important. Yeah, you have yeah. to take action. It is important to create those mm-hmm. records just in case, yeah. you know. Because at this at this rate, people, you know, people, it seems like the polarities are getting mm-hmm. stronger. And I mean, we talked about this earlier, like people are either rising or they're going lower and getting more toxic and dangerous. So, you know, um, you have to choose where you're going with that. But then also you're not going to leave the door open for someone who is showing signs of um, really mental you know, yeah. instability and, and possibly violence because these are, these are signs of, those are red mm-hmm. flags that people are very unhinged. And like, those are the people you see in the yeah. news. So you want to take all precautions, you know, go to the police, file a report, take care of yourself. You don't need to be quote unquote nice and let yeah. this pass. Like if in any way, shape or form, you feel like you're being harassed, stalked, abused, you know, report it, go to the police, file a report, take action. Like, just, you know, there's so many nice people that are just so nice that they, don't do these things and they're the ones that end up becoming victims uh-huh. and you can't afford to do that right exactly so don't. <laughs> and like keep a record you know write down any like keep a record of all those sort of like interactions as you are kind of like building mm-hmm. a case or a report and also know that um people do look out for each other in communities so if you do have like a women's mm-hmm. forum some sort of online group you can you know report suspicious activity um if it's something happens mm-hmm. to you say at a show or something you know you want to express that and describe mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like describe the interaction in the person so that if somebody else had that experience so and especially like with mm-hmm. with women like this is just the way the reality is like we don't always feel safe and just because mm-hmm. we're not always safe when we're out alone and stuff so it's um, true you want to be yeah. out with other people for sure you know if that's important mm-hmm. but also I also want to bring this up for men too, because like, what if, it, what if they yeah. have an ex that's a little bit unhinged and they're a stalker and they're not, they're not willing to take no, yeah. for, they're not willing to take no for an answer. They're like, you're not going. And they're just becoming somewhat of a threat. Like this happens mm-hmm. to men too. It's not just women. Men also have, um, you know, women that do this to them. So how could you encourage a man to stand for himself. Yeah, I think the first step for them would be to take it seriously and not downplay it just because, say, it is a woman. Um, and mm-hmm. also um, in, like, the gay community, too, women on women, male on male. Like, none of these crimes mm-hmm. <laughs> are um, mm-hmm. just to one sort of, like, category of person or, or like, gender, mm-hmm. you know, like, gender roles. Like, forget that. Mm-hmm. Like, people um, have egos and minds and go through everything. So with men, too, you know, anyone take take that seriously and don't be ashamed that you know oh maybe this is embarrassing that a woman is after me like I feel like maybe if a guy had that opinion or something and they wouldn't take it seriously or they would think oh mm-hmm. this person isn't serious they can't hurt me take everything everything mm-hmm. that anyone does like really take that in and be aware of it um so that you can mm-hmm. catch something before it becomes really dangerous yeah, mm-hmm. you want to diffuse it before and sometimes you need to take yeah. legal action. It's not just it's not just quote unquote mm-hmm. love and light. You gotta keep records, you gotta take action on things. And you know and you're you were a lawyer, so you know <laughs> I mean listen, <laughs> you... I don't always think that the legal system has helped people. It's failed people, but mm-hmm. we have tools out here. We are spiritually awakened people in a matrix. Sometimes you gotta get in there and use the things that can help keep you safe, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm also seeing that, um, I just want to mention this, like I, I'm seeing people like acting out who are not choosing, like, I don't want to say like not choosing to rise. That, that sounds like I'm not trying to have mm-hmm. spiritual snobbery, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is like everything is being amplified. That's yeah. really what I'm trying to say. Like, the duality is being amplified at this particular time. And I, and I have been seeing that in people 
around me. Um, I haven't been to um, like meditation in Asheville for a long time. And I saw some people and people that kind of had like an attitude mm-hmm. before, like they totally switched and they were like so kind and so loving and open hearted and like gave me a box of avocados and just totally different energy. And I'm like, wow, these like certain people have really shifted like before they mm-hmm. were a little bit colder. And then and then other people who were like putting out like that they're super spiritual were being a l- really cold and and just like the dynamics yeah. are shifting right now where we are sort of choosing, do we want to live with an open heart or do we want to not be connected to our heart, you know, and the choice is always ours, you know, but um, I mean, I just wanted to ask you, you know, have you noticed any of that dynamic and how is that showing the up? The way it's been showing up um, in my world and with clients is that those people who are, are so genuine into really getting in alignment, um, their love, that's just, <clears throat> excuse me, being amplified versus um, people who are ignoring the shadow work. The shadow's getting bigger, mm-hmm. scarier, darker because things mm. are getting wrapped up planetary wise too. You know, that's mm-hmm. another way of um, like the unconscious being amplified. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, like that energy does flow. Uh, where attention goes, where are you putting your attention? You know, do you want to use this time of acceleration and amplification to better yourself? Or are you going to use that to bury stuff and then have it get become some sort of out of control monster? So that's where I'm seeing the split. That was such an awesome like, <laughs> yeah. way of explaining it. I'm like, yes, you, you per- said it so perfectly the way that I was like, thinking it because that's, yeah. that's it. You know, what you said is so right, like everything is being amplified. And like, going back to the shadow work let's just talk a little bit about that um because it is such an important thing and we both have experience doing shadow work Mm -hmm. you know for people and for ourselves and um it's been one of the most powerful tools and and for me it's helped me integrate so much of my of my shadow like of course like you know we're always working through stuff but but to really own my shadow has actually empowered me personally. And I've seen how it's empowered others um, because when we deny our shadow and, and that's part of the projection, right? When we deny our shadow and it's something outside of us and it's a monster outside of us, we're always going to have to throw that mm-hmm. on somebody else because we can't handle it. We can't deal with the fact that there is darkness right here. And um, because otherwise we feel like it's going to consume us and it's scary. So it's always easier to project it out. What would you say to people who have no idea what shadow work is and maybe could use an intro or, you know, what would you say? Well, the good thing about it is that there's so much great material on it. I know that my background in shadow work is very shamanic, understanding these negative emotions um, and air quotes with that negative, right? These just like darker emotions Mm -hmm. that get suppressed. Um, and then, so like, think of it like somebody who gets angry, like really, really quickly, like for no reason, like, whoa, that's a heavy shadow. You know, that's someone who hasn't really reconciled their feelings with anger and hurt. And then Mm. boom, explosions Mm -hmm. on other people, the shadows, anything that's hidden. Okay. So think of it Mm. like that. And so, um, what you need to do is know thyself learn the darkness. That's where you, you got to bring light to that darkness. You don't hide from it. You don't avoid negative emotions and feelings. Um, you know, Carl Jung has great material on understanding the shadow. And then there's just, Mm -hmm. there's just so much literature out there on it too. So it's really a great way to jump in. I know that when I first, um, awakened, I, I heard about shadow work and that's the route that I went. (laughs) So that was kind of like Mm -hmm. my journey in the beginning is to learn as much about that. And I was like, okay, integrating the shadow. That's what it's about. Okay. And then you, Mm. once you do that work, then you're into the like more of the love and the light because you've looked at those wounds. Like you've really Mm -hmm. looked at those wounds and, and Mm -hmm. that's what, um, to bring us back to the topic today, like what are we projecting on other people? We're projecting the shadow. So you learn Mm. it, then you know how to take responsibility for those emotions, for your pain and hurt. Um, That's, Mm -hmm. that's how you do it. So, you know, even just a simple Google search of like shadow work will bring you so many Mm. amazing resources. Mm. Like so Mm. many people have written Mm -hmm. about it too. Um, I know that when you and I do individual healing sessions with people, we go right into the shadow. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mm -hmm. so many resources out there. 
so many and youtube is such yeah. a great resource you know so yeah di look into that guys because i mean i'm telling you shadow work is mm -hmm. so incredible it's changed my life and my world and helped me accept a lot of parts of me that i i was like that's not nice i don't mm -hmm. like that you know that's that's like you know how how we're trained like we need to be good girl bad yeah. girl right and and like integrating means i accept all of me even the parts that like used to feel shame or um negative emotions or sometimes i'm bitchy right yeah. so like it's it's owning everything so that you can love yourself as a package deal instead of like i just like this one part of me that i idolize mm -hmm. that's um that's way up here and the rest is just shit and so i have to go project that out because we get our power back this, when we own everything, yes. owning it, owning it. You don't have to be perfect to be lovable people. You do not. That is a misconception. That's a lie. You are lovable because you exist. Okay. You are lovable because you exist, not for any other reason. You're a divine creation, just like anyone else. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think, I think shadow work is so important. And do you have any other advice you'd like to give the listeners, um, maybe going through anything right now that we just talked about absolutely you know um so I, I feel like the kind of conversation that we had today you know that could bring up a lot of stuff say in the past um wait mm -hmm. co different conflicts or you know if you're currently in a situation where you are with a conflict within a conflict with somebody there there are so many answers out there there's so many different directions that you can go but i i really encourage this this deep look within of like when you are in a conflict with somebody think of like what exactly that is within you that's being triggered is this hurt is this jealousy where is it coming from um mm -hmm. and to really just know that like you are love <laughs> that's deeply mm. what you are so if mm -hmm. this is coming up for you, if there is a conflict, that just means, hey, this is what the universe is showing you that you need to look mm -hmm. at and integrate to level up, to get you to the next level. So you're not wrong <laughs> for being in a situation. You're not a bad person because something mm -hmm. has come up for you. You're being given mm -hmm. the opportunity to rise up to the next level. So I just want um, everyone out there to to take this positive outlook at any sort of struggle that you're going with because it's just here to level you up and get you to where you want to be. Um, yeah. Oh, that's gorgeous. <laughs> and so, so, so true. I mean, every single time, no matter what, like you said, I love what you said. It's always an opportunity. We are being gifted with opportunities and that's, it's a beautiful thing. So if we start to shift our perception at thing at negative feelings and things like that and just say hey what where's the opportunity yeah. here um we can be we can feel so much better and it's not just about feeling better but we can actually um release an energetic patterning that has been reoccurring over and over and as as you know we are in the process of like taking energetic patterns right so, yeah it's beautiful That's what we're doing we're here to transmute we're you know Integrate. absolutely yeah so susan you have yes. an incredible blog do you want to share that with the listeners and how can they find you thank you so much so yeah my blog is cosmicarchers.com and this mm -hmm. is where i post energy updates a mm -hmm. lot of my work that's been published on other websites but it's all in one place um, mm -hmm. i've got inner child exercises grounding mm. work also i post all episodes of this podcast on there so if you ever want a place to go back to all the episodes that Rod and I do, it's all in one place. And um, I'll be launching the online store really soon. And I'm excited Yay. about that with just, you know, resources to, um, to help you continue, you know, on the path and self-work. Mm -hmm. um, so just kind of like the hub there of, of my different material, but also um, you can also book healing sessions mm -hmm. with me through through the blog so awesome um, yeah I mean, and, I, and susan's incredible by the way like she's a badass <laughs> <laughs> likewise my friend <laughs> oh so exciting and you know what? i still have the beautiful infusion that you gave me um she makes these incredible water infusions that have like oil and crystals and i mean they're so healing every time i take like it just spray it i just feel like this mystic energy wash over me. <laughs> puts me Thank in that you. good mood that creative zone 
so yeah, definitely check out her blog. Um, and Susan, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom. You are such a gift to me and to our listeners and to everyone that knows you and gets to work with you. I mean, this is a woman who is so intelligent. She went to school to be a lawyer. Okay. And she graduated as a lawyer and um, still, you know, can do it. But she also is like this incredible healer and mystic. And she took her passion and she went with what her true nature wanted but so i mean it just shows you how you can integrate you know practical and mystical and you know it's just such an inspiration so well-rounded so diversified and um turned out to be such an incredible human being so thank you my soul sister i love you i'm just floating after that thank you so much (laughs) i'm gonna just play this part back um, (laughs) over and over again and and thank you because you've shown me um you've helped me find that power i've i've worked with rada we've you know we exchange healing sessions and she's helped me found find my voice you know as never before and i'm forever grateful and i just want to thank you too for this platform not only for me and other healers to come on and express themselves but you're doing such a great service by by you know, sending out all this love and information. So thank you very much. Thank you. And thank Mm -hmm. you to all of our listeners for tuning in. We do love you and um, we are here for you. So if actually, if you have any questions that you want us to answer on our our next podcast, please, you know, write to either of us. You can um, hit up Susan on her website or, or hit up me, um, DM me. I'm here for you. We're here for you. We want to assist and we want to actually be more interactive So we're going to try that like on our next podcast or upcoming podcast where we're going to engage with you, bring your question. We're not going to say your name. We're just going to answer questions, um, maybe any advice. We want to be of service. So please um, hit us up and we will show up for you. Yay. (laughs) Yay. With that, have an incredible, gorgeous day and sending you all so much love till next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Rodanelia, and today's episode is about the power of forgiveness, turning hurt, betrayal, and pain into a source of personal power. You know, we have the ability to transmute and be alchemist of our own life. And we can turn anything into, you know, creative fire so that it serves our highest and best good. And, you know, energy is energy, learning how to work with it. I have a very special guest, Miss Susan Hassan, who is, who has a background as a lawyer. Um, She has transitioned to doing this incredible healing work called quantum sphere healing and she's going to give us some tips on how to ease into forgiveness how to honor your process and i'm going to share a very special prayer from kuan yin and the book kuan yin goddess code activations a healing workbook that i have written because i love sharing and it's time for us to you know let go of the pain of our hearts so that we can live our fullest most incredible life so please stay tuned and join us on the show